Joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line is the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Gary Anderson. Coach, how are you? Hey, Coach. I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Doing well, doing well. All right, so obviously disappointing game against Boise State. Uh, What have you learned after the last couple days of looking at film and and analyzing that game? Well, nothing that we really didn't uh, know after the game. You know, it was – we knew going to that game we had to play well in all three phases, and we didn't play well in any three phases well enough to be able to beat that team. Um, You know, I think we get an idea of exactly where where Boise sits this year with a tremendous team and year in and year out. Uh, They've uh, they do a good job. So, um, you know, as we go forward, we we know what some of those uh, scenarios are and the uh, chase those guys and what you got to be able to do to to catch them and continue to go. It's been a little bit, you know, we've had some problems with those teams that want to get big and physical with us, um, and so we've got to you know continue to grind and work at that and get some young guys working hard and grinding as we go through uh, the rest of this season. Obviously, is the first and foremost point, but uh, moving forward. To, jumping in that weight room, getting as big and strong as we can. So we're looking forward to that opportunity. And uh, it was a tough game. Um, what I'm really looking for now is for these guys to be able to you know, bounce back, which they've done every single time this year very well. Um, you know, their main goal, Mountain West Conference Championship, not there anymore. Um, you know, it's pretty much there for one team out there right now, maybe two, and that's where it's going to sit on our side, and the other side's already been decided. So we got to be able to understand that our set our goals and, sights on this game and um, that's what matters right now is New Mexico period end of story and we all need to be all in Coach I wanted to talk to you about your offensive line just a little bit some penalties yep. up front and uh, four sacks given up and sometimes I can't tell if it's Jordan Love holding on a little bit too long or if the offensive line's a little too porous but help people understand what's going on up front uh, You know I think we played against a guy that's going to be the 16th pick in the draft probably number one pick that's a tough matchup um the Moa kid's a six-year senior. He's a great player for Boise State. Done some great things, and I think they're, uh, you know, that's just uh, an opportunity for us to be able to compete against really good players and work to get better. And know we've got to be able to be able to move them around in the run game and in the pass game. So, you know, they uh, they got good pressure at time. Other times, I think they had some good coverages where they mixed it up a little bit. And so it's a, it's a combination of all when you get into those situations. It's not just one spot. It's not just one guy. It's uh, it's as a whole. And you know, I look at it and I say we could have we could have done a lot of things better in that situation, but. You know, f- football's a it's a very physical game, which you know, hands. It comes yeah. down to you know physicality, and um, in that game, we had some problems with that. And so we've got to help the kids get better in in those situations and setting. And that's not there's not another way to really state it or go around it. And that's, there's no excuses. There's nothing to do with that. At the bottom line, is is we need to be able to you know produce. And our kids are looking forward to that opportunity to to get better and to get in those situations and succeed. And as frustrating as it is. Um, you know, it is what it is, and all you can do is look at it and work and, and grind like crazy to to get better um, at those situations. And uh, whether it's next week or it's uh, next year, we got to grind like crazy to work at it to get in a position to succeed. Gary Anderson, head coach at Utah State, joining us here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. You're taking on New Mexico, who's winless in conference, but in kind of in preparation to that game coming up on Saturday. Uh, they do have some key players. they got a running back who seems to be good. Uh, they've got some players on that team, and I'm sure that's gotten the attention of your guys pretty quick. No, it has. You know, and they've played extremely hard. That's a team that's gone through a whole bunch this year, and uh, a lot of it's really hard to deal with. And um, you know, so they're they're they'll, they'll be ready to play. They've played hard last two weeks. You focus in, and they've played the two best teams on our side with uh, Air Force, and um, they've played Boise, and you know, it didn't go their way in either one of those games, obviously. But they played extremely hard. They did some really good things, and 
um, they're fighters, they're battlers, and they're going to continue to do that. I'm sure this next week. So yeah, we as, as we get into these games in those situations, like I say, we've we've reacted very well when we've got into these adverse situations, and it doesn't matter what 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 everything else is. We've we've reacted extremely well. We need to do that again. So our preparation should be good. These kids got a lot to fight for, and um, you know I, I'm not worried about them at all. But I'm very excited to see how they bounce back again, just like I was after those other games when we've had a setback. You know, um, obviously at BYU and Air Force, we had setback after setback in that situation, but I don't think it affected how we played or our ability to be able to prepare. And I want to see that same preparation. And you know, New Mexico is going to come out and be ready to play. They'll be excited. It's the last game for the seniors and the last time, last time that team's going to be together. So um, they'll have like, some excitement. We'll have to take care of the Aggies. That's the most important thing when you get in these spots. Don't worry about all the other stuff that's out there the other team prepare for the other team but take care of the Aggies coach I know your defensive coordinator Justin in a well and I know he's a competitor if you guys were 11 and oh he'd be unsatisfied with certain things but mm-hmm. giving up 56 points to Boise State had to be really tough for him what what's that conversation like between you and him and how much you mentor him to progress and, and try to get this defense back on track well, I mean, there's always communication. That's my job is to make sure I, I get to help the position coaches and the coordinators be where they can be. But, you know, Justin Enna has a job to do, and he needs to do his job, and, and he'll be excited about that job. Um, you know, and there's, there's, there's so many things that go into playing the way that you play, and I, I just go back to the same thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm a broken record, and I guess, you know, whether people like it, don't like it, whether the scenario is, it's the, the inner functioning of a football program is the inner functioning of the football program. It's quite frankly, it's really nobody's business on exactly where we think we are, what's good, what's bad, what's indifferent. Um, I owe that to my coaches and the players on the football team. So that's why I always go back to when it's good, it's good. Man, it's all them. Congratulations. Did a great job. Couldn't be any better. When it's not good enough, it's on me. And um, that's, that's where we sit. It doesn't matter how we got where we are. That is where we're sitting. And I think Justin is working his tail off with the defensive coaches in that exact same setting. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just not finger pointers. So we're going to look at all of us in the mirror and we're going to say, hey, this is what we have to fix. And I believe if I sit back and say, well, this is this and this is that and this is that, then that's just a bunch of excuses for a head coach to sit there and, you know, be, a, be an excuse guy is a bad thing. So um, the defense played poorly because of me and I need to help the coaches and the players get better. Mount West wasn't wasn't able to place all of its uh, bowl eligible teams last season. I know this conference has a bunch of bowl eligible teams this year, and I think a lot of people think once you get to six, you're just automatically going bowling. But I think you had a really good line saying bowl eligible doesn't necessarily mean you're going to a bowl game. So with that said, uh, getting number seven is awfully important coming up this weekend. It is. It's important for a ton of ton of reasons, and that's 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 one of those reasons. It's an opportunity to pretty much guarantee you're going to be able to go play again. Um, it's an opportunity to bounce back for a young team to see how we um, battle back to protect our seniors and help our seniors get another victory and, and help and protect you know uh, our football team as a as a whole and you know go out and battle like crazy for for Aggie Nation. And I think those things are a big part of where we're at. But you know the seventh win is it. Uh, just seeing where you're where you're at at this point when you've had something pulled out from underneath you we played you know we had we passed we passed the test two elimination games we passed them and we passed them in two very tough games fresno and obviously we come back and um no, who was the next game? I can't remember anymore. So, but anyway, we lost the we lost the last one. Okay, we got beat up in our third uh, third third playoff game. Um, now, how are we going to bounce back when 
we are where we are, and I expect it to be very well. But if it's not and it doesn't happen, then guys are in the wrong program, um, and I think it will. But I think it's we're all on guard. We're all, you know, uh, all hands on deck to see how we're going to handle this and get the seven wins is important for a lot of reasons, and going to bowl is one of them. But there's much, much more to that. I think it's the deepness and the, the guts of your program and, and see where it sits when you get smacked in the face instead of pouting, which I don't think we'll do. But, it's again, I want to see it. How valuable as, as a coach, especially with a young team, how valuable are those extra weeks of preparation between your final game and the, uh, the bowl game? That'll be huge, especially this year. If a lot of those bowls were played very late, if you play a bowl game, you know, whenever it may be, um, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, the uh, after New Year's, whatever, second or third or fourth, you're going to get a bunch of practices, and that would be invaluable for this team to be able to get into that spot. I think it's uh, – you know, it's good for our coaches, and it's good for uh, the young players. It's good for the old players, and and then they get an opportunity to potentially get home and have a nice little Christmas, and then get back at the bowl site and then go play a bowl game. So, but the most important part of a bowl game is having a chance to win a championship because that's what you're playing for. One day, three hours and some change, you're playing for a championship. And the next thing is that you get those practices. And uh, I'm not sure that uh, having the practices is not more valuable than winning a bowl championship, but they're both very, very important uh, to a program, especially when we are, you know, as young as we are, where we have to go to get ourselves in a physical standpoint to be able to stand up every single week. Coach, when you lose a leader like David Woodward for the year, does he hang around the program? Does he stay in meetings? How, how does he manage his time with the team? Yep, David's there every day. He's here every day. He'll be at the 145 special teams meeting. He'll be at the 205 uh, position meeting. He'll be at practice the whole way through. And then uh, he'll be up at my house tonight, Stacy and I. It's, uh, he'll come up there and eat some good food, have the, the teams coming up for dinner tonight. So that'll be fun to have him at the house, and he'll be at that also. So, you know, different kids handle that different ways. And I, I'm a real believer in letting them understand we're here for them. The most important part is the academic side of things and getting them moved along in life, whether that's continuing to play, whether that's whatever that may be, um, um, you know, jobs or however we go about it. But uh, David has decided to be here and help and mentor those young linebackers, and it's been great, and that's how he wanted to handle it, and, and he's been very good at that. But we, we'll, we'll uh, support any kid after, if he has a season-ending injury, especially senior. Some of them have to do it different ways. You know, Fua got hurt first game of the year. Fua has a family to take care of. You know, he's, he's, got, he's got other things to do than sit out here every day on the practice field. Um, and so he's highly involved with this team, and he'll be with us when he can be. But, you know, his, his uh, priority is his family, which it should be. How do you handle the uh, – what's the schedule altered uh, during Thanksgiving? Usually not, you know, I guess sometimes you're playing this this week, but uh, how much does that alter your practice schedule? And, and what can you do for your guys that uh, – a lot of guys away from home during the, uh, during the holiday? Yep. Um, well, well, like I said, we'll have them up tonight for dinner, and that uh, they don't have school tomorrow, so we'll bump practice up a little bit in the morning, and they'll get to go eat a nice breakfast over at Angie's tomorrow morning, and then they'll come in for meetings and practice bump it up a little bit. We'll get up early on Thanksgiving morning and practice. We'll be done by 11 o'clock and they can get where they need to be if they have an opportunity to get to someone's house that's a relative or family member, whatever it may be. Uh, they can get that done um, on Thursday and then we're back here on Friday. It's a little difficult with this weather coming in. A lot of the Salt Lake kids that are traveling may not be able to get down to you know to the Salt Lake area, I suppose, so with the storm coming back, coming, yeah. being here. they got to get back up the hill. So we'll absorb them. We'll take them all in our families will take them all in and the coaches will do a great job with that and it's it's a it's a fun time to have them with us and then we'll jump on the airplane and and go over and uh you know hopefully take care of business the way we're supposed to take care of business at new mexico and and compete and play together one more time coach always a pleasure thanks for your time looking forward to catching up with you again here very soon
Okay, guys, take care. Have a great day. Go Aggies. Thanks, Coach. Gary Anderson, head coach of the Utah State Aggies, joining us on the Sprint Special Guest Line right here on the Zone Sports Network.